You're listening to the Numbers Matter Podcast, the official podcast of Numbers Matter Accounting and Bookkeeping. I am Chris Wakeoff, the founder of Numbers Matter Accounting and Bookkeeping. And today I have my uh, great friend and guest, Christy Strau. Hi, Chris. I'm Christy Strau. I'm a business coach and an author. My latest book, my plug, my latest book, call is called Artists Prosper. It's on Amazon. Fantastic. And uh, you have actually a really great book on marketing as well. Mm. Thank you. Yes. So all of her books are available on Amazon. Today, we are talking about S-Corps and business entities. (laughs) And don't turn off the podcast because that sounds like the world's most boring discussion because it turns out it's actually interesting. Well, our most recent podcasts have been about uh, saving tax through retirement and the importance of having a business plan and a budget and and pro forma, which is also a type of budget. Um, but all connected to that is what type of entity uh, is best for me and the type of business that I have. And I thought this was a great topic today because you have an S-Corp. Yes, I and do. I have an S-Corp. Yes. Um, can you tell us how you uh, formed an S-Corp? Like what sort of, sort of advice did you get to, to do that? Oh, well, so an S-Corp, you should probably explain it a little bit, I guess, before we do this, but um, an S-Corp will allow you to split your income between a salary and a draw. And on the salary, you pay the both sides of the payroll taxes. So that ends up being around 20% or more-ish, um, above and beyond however much salary you put in your pocket. And when you take a draw, you don't pay payroll taxes on it. So It's a way for business owners to minimize the payroll tax they pay, and it also minimizes the amount you pay into Social Security, which (laughs) we all think is awesome. Pay less into Social Security. Everyone's always freaking out about whether Social Security is going to keep going or not, although I don't see how it can't. And so it gives some flexibility as far as how much tax I pay and how much tax you pay. And you have to balance that against how much. So the idea then is you take that 20% that you aren't paying on payroll taxes and hopefully you put that in your own retirement account and invest it yourself, which I was not perfect at doing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think that's all great. So, uh, I have an S-Corp too, but there are other types of entities. So I guess we should maybe talk a little bit about that. Uh, the most basic entity when someone starts in business is that they're a sole proprietor. Mm-hmm. So they're going to file their taxes for their business on the Schedule C of their personal tax return. Now, that also, at least in most states, if they are a single member LLC or a husband and wife owning an LLC, would also file Schedule C's by default um, for their personal tax return. There are partnerships, uh, there are C-Corps, and there are S-Corps. There are a lot of other types of entities like nonprofits and things like that that we won't talk about um, today. Um, the thing I don't like about a Schedule C filing is that if your net income is above roughly around thirty to forty thousand per year, you're going to pay too much in tax. It's also the most highly audited tax structure, Schedule C. It's also the highest tax position. 
almost of all types of tax positions is Schedule C. Every net profit dollar goes right to self-employment tax. There's no, there's no way to, to change that. So it does work if you make less than that. If you're making 10 or 20,000 a year, um, it's perfectly okay. It's filed on your personal tax return. Um, and we do have a lot of clients that, that do that. When the client gets above a certain threshold, though, roughly thirty to forty thousand, we're going to start talking about it. Moving them to a, an S corp has been uh, really wonderful for them. Um, like you had mentioned earlier, part of their compensation is paid in distributions, which really aren't taxed in a sense, and the other part of uh, that they're paid is through their own payroll. And you had mentioned the roughly twenty percent of um, employer and employee payroll tax, but that is less expensive than income tax for almost all taxpayers. Um, so it's less expensive to pay income tax than, or it's more expensive to pay income tax than it is to pay payroll tax. So that's a great savings. Also, a recent tax law went into effect a couple of years ago, which is the 20% pass-through deduction for pass-through entities. So pass-through entities would be an S-corp, uh, partnership, you know, vehicles like that. So let's say in round numbers that you made a hundred thousand in a year. Well, automatically you're roughly down to eighty thousand. Just the twenty percent pass through deduction, uh, which is a great benefit to a lot of taxpayers. Uh, so I think that the S corp is popular um, because you can have different shareholders in it. The in a partnership, which would be two people in a business and or. Uh, if it's a, a business that has more than two people that's not an S-corp, the problem with that structure is that you have every dollar of distribution goes to self-employment tax and on your K-1 is half or your proportionate share of the net profit. So you're taxed both on the profit and the money that you took out. So that is often a difficult uh, business structure to be in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I work a lot with sole proprietors and this stuff always makes their heads explode because they are so confused about how to, you know, what entity they should be. And I think the, the rule of thumb that you just said that if you're earning more than $40,000, then it's time to look at an S corp. How hard is it to file? How to change to being an S corp? Yeah, so a lot of people have questions about that, and they think, "Oh, am I no longer going to have my LLC?" Well, the LLC is a state filing with your corporation commission. It provides you limited liability, yeah, uh, protection, and that is not going to change. Uh, there's no records that change at the corporation commission. It is a form that's filed with the IRS that allows your LLC to be taxed as an S corp. And it's really quite as easy as that. You can also change limited partnerships, partnerships um, also to S-Corps in addition to a Schedule um, C filing. So would you say then anybody that's earning over 40000 is should go straight to an S-Corp? Yes. The only downsides to an S-Corp is that they do file their own tax return. So there's an additional expense there. Yeah. Uh, you do have to have payroll for the S-Corp owner, which mm -hmm. means the... Uh, 
business owner is paying employer and employee tax, but that is less expensive than income tax. And um, the other benefit from a tax perspective is that the K-1 goes to their personal return. All the other things that are going on in their personal return, like itemized deductions or the standard deduction, whatever is happening can really greatly reduce their tax liability. So for any client that's making more than that, we always move them to an S-corp. So the whole thing about having payroll. Sometimes people I know have said, ah, yeah, I'm too small to have a payroll system or whatever, but I love having payroll. (laughs) And the reason I love it is because somebody else is calculating what my self-employment tax is. And there's a, a big company between me and the IRS and, a, and the big company, who knows what they're doing with payroll. So I that always makes me feel actually more secure. Do people ever say, oh, I'm too small for payroll? I mean, it seems like there's ways to do payroll that's very inexpensive. Yeah, these days there are really inexpensive ways. We work with a lot of payroll platforms like Gusto or even QuickBooks that's basically around $40 a month, which isn't very expensive to do payroll. We do get some pushback about the payroll part of it. But it really does bridge to the next part, which is, well, now that you have payroll, do you want to do a tax-deferred retirement savings strategy? Yes. 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 <laughs> which we always recommend. So it's easier to make that process automated if it's coming out of your payroll. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I That's one of those things where just a little bit of money every month is – there's so much insurance that comes with it. You know, the – calculating the 941s, which is the form that you have to file with the IRS about filing your payroll taxes and stuff. Having somebody else do that is just really lovely. Yeah. We used to do a lot of the payroll ourselves, but now yeah. we, don't, we don't do that. Yeah. Um, one other thing I, I am reminded in a that I've come across lately, and you had mentioned it regarding Social Security, mm-hmm. is that a lot of um, husband and wives that own an LLC, for some reason, their tax preparer is only filing one Schedule C, which means um, that only uh, usually, and it's somewhat of a um, difficulty in the tax system, it's the husband, because that's what's called the the main taxpayer, not the wife, is getting the credit for Social Security. So if you are a business owner and your tax preparer is filing one Schedule C and you and your spouse um, own the entity, there should be two Schedule Cs, which does divide the income and expense, but at least then you are paying into your Social Security credits, which is super important, and not the primary taxpayer being the only person paying that. Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. I've seen that a lot lately, and it's always somewhat cringeworthy that that's not being done uh, correctly. Uh, that said, it's also the risk of Schedule C. The other risk of Schedule C is that the IRS requires you to have profit three of five years. Mm -hmm. So recently I had a client come and she's like, well, this is what's going on with me. And she went through her narrative and I said, well, you have to show a profit this year or we can't do your Schedule C whatsoever because there's no way to mathematically show profit in three or five years and then you'll be declared a hobby and then that's just not going to go well for you from a tax perspective. An S-corp or a partnership helps you take losses for much longer and or indefinitely, whereas the Schedule C has that particular requirement for hobbies that we don't find in other tax structures. So I think that that is also a uh, really interesting. Uh, Most of our real estate clients are in partnerships or S-corps for that reason. They're taking large losses on depreciation, for example. So they couldn't really do that 
on a Schedule C, although it would be Schedule E for real estate, and that's slightly different, but it's much easier to take um, a loss in a different structure than E or C. Which brings up what we should talk about on the next podcast is paying taxes in general. Paying taxes and filing your taxes in general will definitely be the topic of our next podcast. (laughs) If you have any questions about entities or what might entity would be best for you uh, to save tax or to benefit your business, uh, please reach out to us. Numbers Matter Accounting and Bookkeeping. Our website is www.nmaab.com. Chrissy, I'm so glad that we talked about this today. Yes, me too. Thank you for listening to the Numbers Matter podcast. Episodes are released monthly. Check out Numbers Matter at our website, nmaab.com. If you or anyone you know are in need of accounting services in the greater Phoenix area, feel free to reach out at the contact page on our website, or you can send an email to chris at nmaab.com. You can also give us a call at 602-614-3404. This has been a T-Door production. Theme music by RKVC.